Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Lenny Kravitz with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Good morning. A disturbing or amusing development with Google Maps. Get to that a little bit later on in the show. All right. And we'll talk about scams. Yeah. Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com will be joining us, what, after 8 o'clock or so? Uh, 8.05. 8.05. So if you're looking to scam somebody, that's the time to listen. It's also, are you ready? National Gopher Broke Day, National Flash Drive Day, National Deep Dish Pizza Day, and National First Contact Day, among others. I only heard like three words of what you just said. (laughs) Is it also National I Got a Headache Before 5.34 in the Morning Day? Speak for yourself, Bax. <laughs> it is 534 with Bax, Steve, and Dave and Rock 102. Every. Hey, we're going to have like 60 or so today with sunshine, but uh, rain coming later in the week. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Hello. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, my favorite person, Amy Schumer. Ha! She had to do a few edits to her Oscars monologue. She took out some jokes under advice from her lawyers. But at her stand-up show in Las Vegas on Saturday night, she shared some of her cut material. Her lawyers decide what jokes she should tell? Um, I think when it comes to an award show, yeah, lawyers get involved. Now they wow. do. Well, but but especially as a as a host, when you're going after people, there are certain there are certain like roast roasting kind of jokes you don't want to tell that might be salacious or libelous. Well, you hit on the key word there, Bax. It's roast. So if this is going to apply to things like the Oscars, then what about like the Jeffrey Ross type of roasts that we see sometimes? I mean, well, that's the, more dangerous, right? Well, those people are consenting to be made fun are of. Are they? Are they, though? I mean, is there written consent? Sure. Is sure. When, you, when you're on a dais like that, of course you have to have consent. you got to get paid. you got to do all this stuff. This is the thing that you're coming for. Right, but, but is it, the audience giving consent in those situations? Well, the so, audience isn't. The one aren't the ones being roasted. It's well, usually the ones in the dais that are being roasted. Well, yeah, true. I guess as long as you got a roast battle, then you get two comics roasting each other, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty good thing too. <laughs> Here's one of Amy Schumer's jokes that she cut. You ready? Yes. I think the best way to comfort ourselves would be for me to say the Oscar jokes that I wasn't allowed to say on TV. Don't look up is the name of a movie. More like don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. See, Ooh. now that could have gotten her sued. Edgy. I if I were Baldwin, I would have sued her. Yeah, that's not even fun. I'm like, who did she steal that from Twitter from? <laughs> right. Like, well, the, the, it's a little edgy. Not exactly my cup of tea. There uh, is there is the best material on social media. We all know that. We steal half of our stuff from there, right? Yes, but when you're a comedian doing an award <laughs> show where you're supposed to be coming up with original material. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I hear it's a little you. edgy. Uh, Amy also had a few jokes about Joe Rogan and James Franco. She did mention Will Smith, of course, and referred to him as Ali and uh, Muhammad Ali, whom he portrayed and a 2001 biopic. Is it biopic or biopic? I think biopic. I think it's biopic. I think I was looking <laughs> it up this morning. I thought it was myopic. No, that's uh, you, that's when you can't see long distance, I think, right? Myopia. Maybe. I'm not sure what that disease is. Uh, Hugh Jackman is currently starring in The Music Man on Broadway, and during a curtain call at a recent show, he spotted someone in the audience with a foam wolverine claw. 
cool. Mm, perfect. So he grabbed it from him, and he put it on, and he did a classic Wolverine pose. That's terrific. That's what you pay for. That's that's what theater's all about. Well, at least the guy's doing, you know, people come probably see the show because they like Wolverine. So they probably, you know, for him to go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like to reference something else he does versus, you know, get out of here, kid. This is the Music Man. This isn't Wolverine. You do realize that the uh, the Music Man is a grand Broadway style musical, right? Yeah. Wolverine was not. Not it yet. wasn't. Not no. yet. I thought that's what. It, no I thought, musical numbers. No dance numbers. None uh, of that stuff. Didn't uh, didn't the Wells Fargo wagon come to the Wolverine set too? I don't. I don't remember that kind of trouble in River City. All right. Uh, Harrison Ford has just booked the first TV regular series of, or, yeah, regular TV series of his career. It's called Shrinking, and it's by the same people who make Ted Lasso. It'll air on Apple TV Plus. Ford will play a blue-collar shrink and pioneer in cognitive behavioral therapy who has recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I thought shrinking referred to his box office appeal, and that's why he's doing television. I guess. I don't know. Jason uh, Siegel is the actual star of shrinking. He plays a therapist who starts breaking the rules and telling his clients what he really thinks. There's no word on when it'll air. Harrison did TV guest appearances at the beginning of his career in the 60s and 70s on shows like Gunsmoke, The Mod Squad, and Love American Style. All I these shows. I love that show. Yeah, yes. You guys remember these sure. when they were first run. Sure do. He also played Indiana Jones <laughs> on an episode of The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles in 1993. I don't, I don't remember that one. I don't either. Uh, Pink ripped into Rolling Stone after they released their list of 25 greatest Grammy performances. She said they haven't been relevant since 1990. Of course, her not being on the list may have had something to do with her criticism. No, because she's absolutely right. <laughs> they she's, haven't been re- relevant in years. She's right, but she also wasn't on the list. So do you say, hmm, little sour grapes there, Pink? Maybe, but I don't think so. I mean, if you were wrong about it. Then I can see that being just nothing but, uh, you know, hostility. But she ain't wrong. No, she's not. Selena Gomez hasn't been on the internet in four and a half years. She says, quote, It has changed my life completely. I am happier. I am more present. I connect with more people. It makes me feel normal. Did she write that on Twitter? Yeah, I think she did, actually. <laughs> and her snap. <laughs> Was that part of an Instagram in- post? And, and her Insta. Uh, Martha Stewart's four dogs killed her a Coleco Persian cat named Princess Peony. She says they mistook her for an interloper, which uh, doesn't make any sense at all. I love that word, by the way, interloper. I don't know why. But why? I don't know. It just sounds fun to me. You want to be an interloper? Yeah. I could aspire to be an interloper. It sounds fun to you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll go with that. Ukrainian-American actress uh, Vera Farmiga from the Conjuring movies oh, yeah. saying Iron Maiden's The Trooper in support of Ukraine's effort to fight the Russian invasion. She was backed by Anthrax guitarist Scott Ian. That's pretty badass. You know, when you're uh, talking international peace talks and you say, I have Anthrax with me, that might not be the best thing to be saying to everybody. Vera Farmiga also was great in that Up in the Air with George Clooney. Did you ever see that one? No, never saw that. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of sexy in that. You lost right. me at George Clooney. <laughs> when you well, say up in the air, I'm thinking in my beautiful balloon. That's the, the that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Steve, that's an old song that predates you. The Fifth Dimension mm. hit, right? That's right. Oh, 
A uh, Maryland rapper named Goo New was murdered last month, and at a memorial concert in D.C. on Sunday, his body was actually propped up on stage wearing a crown. The Did club- you see the pictures of this? It's creepy. It's wicked <laughs> creepy. Not. The club apologized and said they didn't know that was going to happen. Hmm. We didn't know they were going to bring a dead body in here. And then hang him on the wall? We had no idea. Hey, it's weekend at Goo News. <laughs> <laughs> And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Associated. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Okay, this is it. I promise that as of today, this will be the last time I talk about March Madness for another 11 months. What happens next March? Anyone's guess. But as of this very moment, on April 5th, I'm done. Because the truth is, had things gone differently, I probably wouldn't have talked about it today either. But when you're in the national championship game, and your team, in this case the North Carolina Tar Heels, were just one half away from becoming the lowest-seeded team since Villanova in 1985 to win a national title, and you're leading by 15 points at the half, it's safe to assume that only an act of God, a freak of nature, or a total aberration would take that away from you. Well, isn't that just the thing? It was neither an act of God, nor was it a freak of nature. Instead, it was the number one seeded Kansas Jayhawks who completed the greatest comeback from behind uh, victory in NCAA history to kick the crap out of North Carolina 72-69. This is the Jayhawks' second national title in 14 years. And if you remember, yesterday I told you that Kansas would win the national championship game by four points. And what happens? They won the national championship by three. So it turns out I might be pretty good at handing these games after, handicapping these games after all, in spite of my bracket suggesting otherwise. Listen, I don't want to be critical of a team blowing a 15-point lead in the most important basketball game of their young lives. And I don't want to be the guy to point fingers and say, those kids just completed the biggest collapse in NCAA history. Nor do I want to be the sort of mean-spirited jerk that identifies last night as the biggest choke job of their lives. Because the truth is, Life is loaded with occasional disappointments. And if these kids are lucky, I'm sure they'll experience far greater humiliations than this. Nevertheless, congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks for an incredible game and for squashing the hopes and dreams of a team that humiliated Marquette in the opening round by 32 points. I suppose I owe you for that one. What does that mean? I have no idea, but it sounded pretty sincere when it came out of my mouth. But hey, of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Take care of your lawn. Get Scott's four-step. Step one, go to Rocky's. You not only get the best four-step deal, 80 bucks out the door with your Ace Rewards card. There's no rebate nonsense. You get the lawn care expertise that only comes with Scott's and good people rock solid service and Scott's four-step at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613, and Thin Lizzy with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. An example of uh, some of the lyrics that just don't hold up over the years. Man, she was hot. She was steaming. Doesn't sound right today. She could have been steaming vegetables. You think yeah, about that? Yeah, I guess. But it sounds like one of those things that Nagel's always talking about. You know, one of those acts. 
Oh, like a like a Cleveland steamer. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I think of. I just it doesn't Man, hold up that, a, that line. What a perverse know. thing to think about. That that song didn't suck enough. You just had to ruin it for me even more. Well, it doesn't make it better though. No, in a way, no Steve? it doesn't. No, no, that doesn't. That doesn't do it. I'm just laughing because you said off the air earlier that we're freshening up the playlist around here, and I'm like, yeah, like, hey, that one there right there. Well, that's still a classic. Come on, man, Dave. How long have you know me? Uh, let's see. So about a year and a half. About a year so, and a half. Yeah, something like that. Steve, how long have you known me? Longer than I probably should. All right, fair enough. Uh, I don't know if you are ever aware of this, but I have a tendency to uh, yo-yo a bit when it comes to my weight. Have mm-hmm. you ever noticed that? I, I, you look the same to me as when we met. Do you uh, think, have you yo-yoed? Flattery's getting you nowhere, <laughs> sister. Have you, have, um, have you yo-yoed during that year and a half that you and I have known each other then, or what? Oh, I've been I've been yo-yoing really? uh, to and fro. All right. And especially with this uh, pandemic, mm-hmm. I was doing so good. I was, I was no carb for like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you, sh- you should have seen me, Dave. I was, mm-hmm. I was a real piece of ass back in the uh, in the day <laughs> well, all right i'll take your word for it the pandemic comes around and you know we're doing pretty good at the beginning and we're you know being well i should say i'm doing pretty good in the beginning i don't want to put words or cake in anybody else's mouth but uh or in this case pie but i kind of let my focus uh, kind of wane a little bit easy to do during the pandemic mm-hmm. yeah sitting around the house there's nowhere to go you're uh, you're not really focused on things like health or exercise or taking care of yourself so well, i just kind of went through this i don't know a 12 month eating binge where if it were in front of me mm-hmm. it was going to be destroyed well cuz you're not going to be in front of anyone else in public so you don't have anybody to impress i well, guess that's at that it. point right that's it. Yep. I mean, we, we stopped doing the, the work release. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to look uh, you know, as sexy as I normally do. <laughs> so I just let uh, I let it all rip, mm-hmm. and I let it go. And the problem with that is, and uh, how long have you known me? year and a half. And how long have you known me? Way too long. I have uh, suffered through a couple of uh, health issues of my own. The AFib, the bad knees, uh, the what have you, the mm-hmm. high blood pressure. I, I, uh, I'm starting to think that the reason why that's happening mm-hmm. is because I may have put on some extra weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought, well, I could go back uh, to be hypnotized like I did uh, before to go uh, uh, low carb, but she's now uh, in retirement, so she's not doing that anymore. You know, I was going to suggest that to you, and I know she's in retirement, but you were like the number one client. You were like the size spurling of that uh, that that uh, oh, hypnosis office, and and she took good care of me. Then, and I went back uh, for refreshers, and I did the, all that. Somebody could take some time out of retirement time nah, to listen. do a session with uh, my good old friend who made me a lot of money. Well, you know she she deserves her retirement. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for those of you who are wondering, uh, you know, Julie Kai from Key Hypnosis did a, had a marvelous career. But you know, enough is enough, and and you know it, that's it's a hell of a commitment on her part, and she's uh, retired, and that's fine. But okay. I don't want to just really just take advantage of somebody like All that. Right. Anyway, so I try to think about well, what what else could I do? What other possibilities are there? Could I combine the things that she taught, and then add something else to it? Well, all of a sudden, I'm on the uh, the internet. Have you seen the internet? No. What's that? It's all on computers now. Okay. Um, I'm now in the middle of my uh, second or third week Mm -hmm. of intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. All right. You know what this is? Yes. This is is apparently 
uh, the the big thing. Are you supposed to go 12 hours without food? Is that what it is? No. You go 16 hours. Okay. And what do you get? Mm. You get starving by yeah. the time the fast sure. ends. Right. Sure. You, you fast for 16 hours. So like at 6 o'clock, I start the fast. And then at 1030 in the morning, I can I can start eating again. Right. So I have an eight-hour window to eat. Now, so far, I've lost six pounds. Wow. All right. Not bad. In how much time? Think about two weeks. Okay. Two, two and a half weeks. That's normal. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Six pounds, good pace. Gotcha. You know, I'm not at the point now where there's a lot of loose skin hanging off of me yet. (sighs) I don't have to do a... You know, they get the that uh, the, I don't have to go see doctor now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and figure out what to do with your, all this loose uh, baggage. Your mama is so fat. How fat is she? Your mama is so fat when she fell down on the ground and broke her arm. Gravy poured out. Heyo, the fat shaming doctor now. <laughs> that's the best that's a, thing. That's his side hustle. Yeah. That's, his, uh, that's what he does on the weekends. He does stand up at the uh, at the comic strip. <laughs> Right right next to the all-you-can-eat buffet, <laughs> right, right. oddly enough. So I'm doing this, right? So like, uh, so here it is, uh, 6.18 in the morning. I haven't eaten since 6 o'clock last night. Now, you may say, well, that's what normal people do. But the only thing I can have is water and black coffee. Mm-hmm. That's all I can ha- and any medication I make to. Right. So that's all I can have until 10.30. Okay. So that's, I mean, and once, and again... It's not like I can go at 10.30 and all of a sudden I'm eating a pie right. or a cake right. or a box of donuts. Yeah. Although, to be honest, that does sound pretty good right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. what are you eating during that eight-hour window? Well, I'm kind of eating kind of like the no-carb stuff I was eating before all this. Because ah. I was going to say, you have that fasting thing, It's I think a lot of people think, oh, I can just gorge whatever I want for eight hours. That's not the case. You no. have to... There's like a how many like you have to get all your protein in, you have to get all your uh, vegetables in, you have to get your carbs in. It's all like a isn't don't you have like a like a table like how much you're supposed to have? Um, no, I'm not uh, following any table. I just I just know that uh, you know if you do it this way, it kind of resets your metabolism a little mm-hmm. bit, and it's probably what I should have been doing all along. Uh, because one of the things that they uh, they taught you in the key hypnosis thing is you eat when you're hungry, not when you're not. Right. Well, you know, a guy my size and like so many other people, there's never really a time when I didn't feel like food should be in my mouth. But that could be from underlying psychological reasons. I don't oh, know. Oh, there's no question about yeah. it, Steve. I yeah. was carrying a heavy load. You know when I uh, noticed you started gaining weight again? <laughs> When? When you said, I do. <laughs> well, I mean, there And is. all of a sudden, you get, you know what, that's what it is. You get comfortable, you yep. get relaxed, yeah, but, and you don't have to worry. You're, you're not on, on the prowl anymore, right? Yeah, right. who do I have to yeah, impress, right? right? right. But Jenny yeah. and I were together for a good period of time before then, and I was gaining weight even before then. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it's something said about that tongue sting you got on your, uh, on your uh, ring, on your finger there. Yeah, no, I get it. That, um, you know. Maybe an issue. Well, it is. It is a. Uh, it is something that uh, many people uh, deal with. A little bit of uh, post wedding uh, gain because you don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Once you get to that point where you're like, okay, this is the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I don't have to worry about what I look like <laughs> at all. You have I've, achieved your goal. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've married a pretty girl, and that's uh, all I was hoping to get. But uh, but but now I got to. I, at the age of 55, now I have to start taking it serious again and, and get back on the horse. So here I am, intermittent fasting until 10.30 this morning. 
Yeah, I think you can make it till 1030. I don't know, man. 16 hours without a meal is an awful long period of time. Now, you mentioned you had a headache. Are you having a headache from having withdrawals from food? Is that I don't know what, what the headache is the, today. I didn't sleep all that great last night. But, well, you know, one of the things they say that intermittent fasting does, mm-hmm. and I don't have any proof that this has worked so far on me, but apparently it makes you more clear of mind Okay, to fast. I mean, there's like there's inflammation issues. Uh, that gets dealt with because of an uh, of fasting, but also you're more clear of mind. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced any of that. Well, you know, one reason they say you get headaches sometimes is you're in need of that little jolt of caffeine. Have you had enough coffee this morning already or not? Uh, I got my travel mug here. Well, have, how a, much of it have you had? Yeah, probably like a third of it. Well, but maybe I had you a, need to, you know. But I had a cup of coffee at, at home, so okay. I filled the travel mug and then I have a cup of coffee right. you know, before I go. Yeah, and that's I usually you. when I would have like... Mm-hmm. You know, like a lasagna for breakfast, right. you know, but now not the not so much because they say caffeine deprivation can lead to headaches. So, Especially oh, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not having the caffeine yeah. deprivation. Yeah, okay, all right. all right. But I, but it is. I mean, to do it the way I'm doing is probably the easiest way to do the fasting. Mm-hmm. I think, but on the other hand, it's still a long period of time to go without food, sure. even though you're sleeping for half of it. You want to lose twelve pounds <clears throat> by next week? Sure. Drink a gallon of water a day. I'm telling you, yes. it's 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 yes. one of the best things for you. I know it's healthy. You're gonna. It's not like you're depriving yourself of food because you're already doing the fasting thing. So you got that uh, figured out. I've been drinking a lot more water. I will say a that a gallon. Make sure it's a gallon and, per day. And gallon. is that? I'm bad at math. Is that 64 ounces? Is that what that is? Is that I think a gallon? It's 128 ounces. Oh my god! Yeah, wow, that's a lot Woo. of. That's a lot. Yeah, of, a lot. Yeah. It, see, you know, I I was overwhelmed when I had that task in front of me about drinking the gallon of water a day, but mm-hmm. it's really not that bad. You got to stop taking a big jug with you. Just take small little bottles with you. It's mm-hmm. easier to drink in, in small amounts than it is to look at something and go, I can't yeah. drink all of that. Mm. You don't have to do it all at once. You're supposed to do it throughout the day. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't drink a full gallon at once. <laughs> I'd have to go. I'd have to go relieve myself uh, should, almost immediately. We should have a weight loss contest. Come on. Let's do it. Well, you, you and me. me? Yeah. Well, I'm in. I, I'm doing. You're not. You don't even come on. Either. You're a barrel-chested stud. Look at you. Yeah, okay. Go to the gym every day. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. yeah that's some body dysmorphia if yeah. I've ever heard it in my life. He's, he's trying only, to bond with you guys. You won't even let me in. Look at that. Well, you can be the referee. You can be the judge. <laughs> All right. About this whole thing. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm you game. Can, I'm you game. can be the timekeeper. We'll do. A, we'll have to do a weigh-in. Yes. We'll do a percentages. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Do yeah. we have to get down to our shorts? Yeah, we have to get that. Uh, we move a treadmill right into the studio here, so you could guys would like. Do I'm, not the sh- ex- I'm not gonna exercise while I'm working. I can't. Oh, come do- on, no, come on, no, I All can't. Right. No, Steve please. perked up when I said that. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta put a treadmill. We barely got room for another chair in here. <laughs> we need a Peloton bike. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so someone can yell at us to to pump a little faster. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we haven't gotten one of those as like a, one of those try this product out things. You know. Yeah, no, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> they haven't done that yet. A friend I know does that Peloton thing, and she uh, she's like bonded with the Peloton instructors. You know, so I've heard that you do. You, that yeah, you, the uh, that you really get into the yeah. And some and some of the chicks are hot on well, there too. Yeah, because they're like yeah. professionals. Yeah, they're not just right. You know. Yeah, she says she has a quote girl crush on, you know, one of her Peloton female instructors. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's six twenty four <laughs> with back Steve and Dave and Rock one hundred two dot com. Thank you. It's oh, I'm sorry. Just about six twenty-eight with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, highs around sixty today. Rain uh, coming up um, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, perhaps. Who knows? 
Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with Max Stephen Dan. I'm Rock. What is it? Uh, today I learned about uh, Captain Tim Lancaster, a pilot who was sucked out of the front of the plane, then grabbed and held by an air steward until the plane landed. Oh Come my on. God. This happened on June 10th of 1990 with British Airways Flight 5390 from Birmingham Airport in England to Malaga Airport in Spain. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Mal- no. I don't know. Malaga. Spain was correct. Yes, thank yeah, you, you very much. <laughs> yeah, you, sp- you, yeah. Did, you did Spain fine. Yeah. Good job. Uh, so there you go. Mm-hmm. This guy... Uh, can you imagine being sucked out? Remember that lady that got sucked out of the plane a few years ago? Yeah. She died. But this guy, holding on for dear life until the plane landed. Amazing. You remember those um, those movies back in the 70s? Those uh, disaster films? Mm-hmm, like I, Airplane? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, what, Towering Inferno? Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Earthquake was mm-hmm. another terrible sure. one. But uh, I seem to recall that one of those airplane movies, and there was a bunch of sequels that uh, that came with it. Airport. Right. Yeah, um, uh, Airport yeah. 75. Yes. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. That somebody got sucked out of their seat mm-hmm. because of a big giant hole in the fuselage. Yep. It's yep. exactly what I remember. And in uh, Alive, remember see, Alive about the rugby team that crashes in the Andes? Yeah. Same thing. They're, they're, as they as the plane like comes apart, people get sucked right out of the plane there. Mm-hmm. Scary. And then didn't didn't Jay Leno do some sort of stunt like a couple of years ago? He's like uh, on the outside of a plane or something like that. Did you remember seeing that video? Who is that? <laughs> What's that? Who is that? Who is that? What, what? Yeah, who is that? What are you talking about? Who you? T- who you? Who <laughs> that's you, Jay Leno. Oh, it is. Oh, oh that's oh. who it is. All right. <laughs> I thought that was previous late night host Joey Bishop. I thought that was David Letterman. <laughs> oh, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, there you go. Yeah. So I think I think Leno was did, did some stunt. There was video of that. Check it out. Go go search it up there. It, I don't know. Like, oh, I, that. I, I don't do know. Do I have to watch Jay Leno? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and that. Coming up next in the Rock 102 news, a road rage incident in Springfield of note. We'll get to it. 634. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So here's the latest on the Russian war on Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing the U.N. Security Council today. God, he goes from the Grammys to now the U.N.? Busy, busy dude. Superstar. Uh, Global outrage now over growing evidence that Russian forces deliberately killed civilians in Ukraine. The bodies of those civilians, some with their hands tied behind their backs and many shot at close range, have been found in the streets and elsewhere in open areas outside the capital of Kiev that Russian forces have left in recent days. Ukraine officials have made accusations of torture as well, with the prosecutor general's office calling a basement of a children's sanatorium a, quote, torture chamber where civilians were tortured and killed. I really really like your delivery on the inflection of the words like torture. Well, torture. Like it, like it's, like it's part of some like happy fun land over there. Well, it's sure's not fun, but I think it's worth, you know, highlighting words like that because this is horrible stuff that's going on. No, man. I'm just saying it nope. the way yeah, you no. said it I was you. like more like, oh look, torture. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't intend it that way. Putting your <laughs> so, hands behind your back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
aren't we supposed to be operating under certain rules when it comes to things like war? I mean, I know they say it all fair is mm-hmm. all's fair, but uh, well, this is I why mean, uh, what's his name Biden said yesterday about the war crimes mm-hmm. thing. They're gonna they want to try uh, Vladimir Putin for the for the yeah, whole thing, and, mm-hmm. and 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 that may very well be true. I mean, he may want to prosecute and and uh, and all of that, but you know, it's like. I don't think Biden's threats of prosecution have any effect on Vladimir Putin whatsoever. No. Any, any more than sanctions. Yeah, Putin's a madman. He doesn't care about anything I, reasonable. I don't even think sanctions have any uh, you know, bearing on what nope. he wants to accomplish in the Ukraine. Nope. And I, and I think, you know, you know, for all the people that say, you know, that, that Biden is this you know, heavyweight when it comes to, to, to international policy, mm-hmm. I just, you know, there's a part of me that says, well, wait a minute. If he's really strategizing here, what is what is Biden's goal? Because I don't I don't think Putin gives a rip what the, the what anybody else says other than himself. And what are the chances we're just going to take this guy out at some point? Kind of like uh, Osama bin Laden in that movie well, Zero, Zero Dark Thirty. You know, we we we're saying that stuff during uh, you know during the early part mm-hmm. of the of the of the war, and right? and and it doesn't work out that way and you sometimes have to wonder well what kind of destabilization happens in that region if they were to just get rid of putin and even is that is that even realistic Mm. at this point it may not be he may be very well sequestered and and perfectly safe also osama bin laden thought he was sequestered and safe too but he was arrogant enough to believe that he could get away with everything Mm. in broad daylight i suppose only towards the end did he Mm. wind up going into into hiding in that spider hole. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, I just I just wonder how how uh, careful we're being when we're making those kinds of statements in a situation where you got a guy who you know clearly is operating with his own agenda against a basically a peace loving region mm-hmm. of uh, of of the world. And I just I just don't I don't I'm not saying that I have you know the answer, and I'm not saying that Biden is wrong. I'm just saying in this situation. What winds up being most effective? What stops this? Well, maybe the U.N. Security Council will issue some sort of solution today when they have that big meeting. Locally, a judge has delayed sentencing for two Springfield police officers convicted March 31st in the Nathan Bills assault case. Judge Mark Mason moved the sentencing date for officers Daniel Billingsley and Christian Cicero from April 8th, which was the seventh anniversary of the assault, to April 27th. They were pronouncing it wrong on uh, Channel 40 over the weekend. Hmm. It was like Cicero. Really? I was like, how would you not know that that's pronounced Cicero? Right. I know that's not the most I, important part of the story. No. I'm just saying, uh, you know, when you're presenting something, uh, it's Cicero. Sure. Yeah, but what was, what was the other one they uh, they messed up? Something about uh, ho- oh, homogenocide uh, milk or something like that? A homogenocide peanut butter. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow. She was trying to say homogenized peanut butter, and she said homogenocide peanut butter. That's some some pretty pretty bad peanut butter right there. Dangerous dangerous peanut peanut butter, butter, yes, for sure. With the emphasis on the wrong syllable. There are new details surrounding the Roderick Ireland Courthouse in Springfield. In a letter to the Massachusetts Trial Court, the state's Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance, otherwise known as DCAM, said they're going to explore the feasibility of a new court complex. Well, it's about time. Oh. We're finally going to get a new they're, court. They're just exploring the feasibility of it. That doesn't mean they're actually going to build one. 
DCAM has already moved forward <laughs> with a dehumidification project. Did I say that one right? Yeah. In the building and had previously approved a $91 million rehab of the building, which is slated to start this summer. I so wish, there you go. I wish somebody would just give me $100,000 so I can say, yeah, that thing needs to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. I don't see why you couldn't claim yourself to be a consultant. You can call me uh, Steve's Feasibilities. Steve abilities, funny. I don't know, something like that. I just want the hundred grand. Yeah, no, I don't blame. For acting like I don't know what I'm talking about. You could also fix the traffic problems up at UMass Amherst as well while you're at it, and you could get that contract too. Put in a crosswalk. Yes. Hey, give me a hundred thousand dollars. He's no less qualified than anybody else. I'm beginning to believe you're correct. A study. There's a man from Springfield who was arrested after a road rage incident while driving with a child in his car and allegedly shooting at another car. This happened Sunday afternoon. Around 1240 in the afternoon, officers called to a shot spotter activation in the area of the 300 block of State Street. Officers found numerous shell casings in the area during the investigation. Two vehicles were involved in a road rage incident, and a minor crash had occurred. One driver was identified as 40-year-old Juan Franco, who allegedly shot and struck another vehicle with two people inside. Franco was detained, and a passenger and a four-year-old child were removed from the car in the incident. Damn. This isn't, uh, this isn't far from the uh, armory, if I'm not mistaken. Again, the 300 block mm. of State Street. You know, I uh, I just think that uh, if you got a kid in the car, you probably should not be carrying the gun with you and firing it and, and firing it. <laughs> yes, while because you know, I mean, not to say that uh, State Street is a bad neighborhood, but there's a very good chance that somebody else in another car mm-hmm. has got a bigger gun than you. Right. So I'm just saying that maybe uh, not shooting at somebody. Would be probably very helpful. Wasn't uh, yesterday take your son to work day? I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't think Juan Franco's work is shooting at people. I don't know. You never know. Could be. That's Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he drives around all day. Hey, uh, you know what? I don't have any daycare for my kids. I got to put the kid in the back. Mm-hmm. Well, Come with me, Junior, while I go shoot a couple of people. <laughs> Could be. Hey, we got a recall of antiperspirant. Suave aerosol due to elevated levels of cancer-causing chemicals. According to the FDA, an internal review showed elevated levels of benzene, which is a human carcinogen, in some product samples. Now, it's not an actual ingredient in any of the recalled products, but the review showed that the levels of the chemical came from the propellant that sprays the product out of the can and under your pits. The gas. Yes. Yeah. I prefer a more uh, cancer-free uh, deodorant. I don't know what you guys are using at home, but I try to uh, eliminate that as much as possible. Yeah, I don't use the the aerosol spray deodorant anymore. I mean, I never, uh, that never turned me on was the uh, the aerosol spray deodorant. That's prefer- cold in the early in the morning when you it's, put it it's, on. It's not even that. It, it Like, you have to have antiperspirant. Right. You know, the deodorant versus antiperspirant. Or right guard. I do. That yes. was like the, the thing my dad used to use was mm-hmm. right guard. Sure. Or right guard. You, you don't really like learn about any of this stuff until you get older and go, oh, that's just deodorant. That's not antiperspirant. Antiperspirant is what uh, big guys like me and you need, yep. you yep. know, to, to keep. And yeah, everybody yep. needs that. Right. Well, this particular swab product is an, an aerosol 
antiperspirant slash deodorant. Just so you know. Still, a, still in in spray form. Not my not a big fan mm-hmm. of that. I'm not a big uh, yeah. I'm not a big spray guy either. Sure. But you know, it's bad for um, the earth. That's yeah, and, and it has nothing to do with the ozone. I could care less about the ozone. I just want uh, pits that aren't uh, bleeding sweat. Overexposure to that benzene can result in cancers, including leukemia and bone marrow cancer, and also blood disorders, which can be life threatening, according to the FDA. If you have questions about your suave. You can contact 866-204-9756 or just visit suaverecall.com for more information. There you go. All right. As for the weather today, we're going to have highs of about 60 with sunshine and clouds. We're going to have some rain in the latter portions of the week. Now, coming up next in the Mass Hat, man, I am loaded. I've got like three different ones to choose from. Did he just say he was loaded? Yeah. He was loaded. Yeah. Wow. Do I sound drunk or not? No, not yet. I'm no. just All right, surprised. Good. Well, it hasn't kicked in then. Uh, we'll get to at least one of these mass hats next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a nice day today. High of 62 and it's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com will be joining us after 8 o'clock for all your springtime scams. Here we go. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. And as I was saying a few minutes ago, we've got an abundance of mass hats today, so we'll sprinkle the rest of them throughout the rest of the show. But uh, here's a good one for right now. A 71-year-old woman in Oregon named Nancy Brophy on trial for allegedly murdering her husband four years ago. But in 2011, she wrote an essay that was published called How to Murder Your Husband. Huh. And uh, and she argued there was no premeditation? Correct. She also wrote a romance novel called The Wrong Husband that had elements of the actual murder that she committed. Hey, Paul Simon wrote 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, and he left Carrie Fisher at some point, right? I don't think he murdered her, though, did he? No, but he left her. She's not alive anymore. Right. That's true. I guess maybe good, slowly. That's a good point, Fat. That's right. Killed her slow. <laughs> All right. The judge, by the way, ruling that those facts that I mentioned, the fact that she had published an essay and a novel, those facts can't be entered into evidence. So the jury won't know about this when this goes to trial. So apparently the murder occurred back in 2018. But at the time, they didn't have a lot of details other than the fact that the husband had been shot and killed at work. And there were no witnesses. But all this stuff has been discovered on the internets. The defense, her defense, claiming the gun stuff was her, quote, researching material for a book. And it's all circumstantial when it comes to applying it to the case. Right. That's some good lawyering right there, right? I believe that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, uh, think of all the things that you've written in your lifetime. That could be used as evidence against you in any number of crimes. I would like to think that uh, if I'm ever brought to trial, that the view from the couch would not be submitted as evidence. Well, but you don't know because, you know, we've researched so much stuff as morning show hosts on various things from crimes to everything else. We probably can't commit any kind of crime because they'd have evidence of Almost everything that we've researched over the years. Oh, we could commit plenty of crimes. You think? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think there'd be premeditation that could be shown and proved with regard to anything, Bax. I don't know. I think we're screwed when it comes to 
committing crimes. I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, when you die and you go uh, see that St. Peter at the mm-hmm. gate, yep. he, he says, uh, all right, let's take a look at your Google search history. Yes. That's what he goes yeah, that's, into. I, that's I, I the don't thing. Want, yeah. I don't want to be judged on that. Well, did you see that movie um, with Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep years ago? Very underrated oh, movie oh, called- Defending Your Life? Yes. That's a great movie. Isn't that great? I love that and movie. And it's similar. Did, yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. 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 Sim- very similar to that. Where you, you Yeah, have, Rip, Rip Torn yes. is his, uh, his yeah. lawyer. I know. I've, yeah. I've seen the movie. Yeah. Where he, you, know, he, you go before a tribunal- and they show you all, well. I'm I'm explaining this for everyone else now because since we've all seen the movie, which is part of the conspiracy theory that we're all being controlled by somebody. Well, you know, I think there are things in the universe going on that we have no idea about, and that could be one of them. What happens after death? None of us are ever going to know. But I think something happens. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's Rip Torn conducting a tribunal over your life and showing you highlights or lowlights of your life. You know what happens so, after death, Dave? What, what? You work at Rock 102 for the rest Come of your life. Hey! Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what happens after death is it becomes nothing but a long extended now hear this segment. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, there's a great special on Netflix called, um, I think it's called Surviving Death. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. Fantastic. About, you know, real life situations where people have essentially died and come back to life. That one was, of them. One of them was a doctor. She didn't believe in any of that stuff. Life after death. You know, medical person. You know, when you're dead, you're dead. But she experienced it for herself. Remember she they, says it's real. This is like all the things that were like uh, infomercials in the in the eighties and nineties are now becoming documentaries. Remember the remember the Time Life Collector series where, you know, some lady. Uh, She's cooking cooking on the stove, and then, oh, her daughter was in a car accident, mm-hmm. and then she burned herself at the same time. Uh-huh. You remember that? You remember do. these commercials? Sure. And yes. Then they, and they would yeah. have, you know, it was a time life, uh, like encyclopedia of deja vu experiences. I wish I could, we, we need to find, I need to do some research to find that. Hey, you watch Surviving Death on Netflix and tell me these things are coincidences that happen. What about Faces of Death? You remember that one? Yes. I sure do. Yeah. Yes. Man, that Hilarious. Was, uh, Grizzly stuff. We used to rent, my buddies and I used to rent those from the video store and watch them all night long. Oh, those are great. Hey, we've got the 102 second sports coming up, and then soon after that in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, um, any number of things. Any Dave. number of things. Any number. Oh, I thought it was our ga- our special guest. Oh, that's after that's eight. eight. Oh, that's after eight. eight. Oh, yeah, we, we got, got a lot of time. time that's not right there. away. All right. Can't ease into that immediately. <laughs> My bad. Uh, well, then, in the 102-second sports, I've got a detail about opening day for the Red Sox and something special that one of the players is going to wear. It's straight ahead on Rock 102. <laughs> following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102. The weather for today, highs of about 60. We're going to have some rain coming in in the latter portion of the week. And the weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Basketball, Kansas, your national champs. They beat North Carolina 72-69. The Jayhawks trailed by 15 at halftime but came storming back. In the NBA, the Celtics are at Chicago tonight to take on the Bulls at 8 o'clock. And in hockey, the Bruins will be in Detroit to take on the Red Wings at 7.30. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Last night, the Bruins beat Columbus on the road 3-2 on a Jake DeBrusque overtime goal. 
in golf. Tiger Woods practicing yesterday with his good buddies Justin Thomas and Freddie Couples, hoping to make a comeback at the Masters. And Couples said he looked pretty good, and he thinks that Tiger will play when the tournament gets started on Thursday. In baseball, Westfield Jr. right-handed pitcher Josh Mayo struck out 19 batters and tossed a no-hitter as the Bombers shut out Chicopee 6-0 Monday. Also in spring training action, Minnesota over the Red Sox 2-0. Sox first baseman Bobby Dalbeck has already picked out his outfit that he'll be wearing to the ballpark. Opening day at Fenway on April 15th, he'll be wearing Derek White's number 9 Celtics jersey because Dalbeck and White were teammates in both basketball and baseball together at Legend High School in Parker, Colorado. So be on the lookout for him wearing that special outfit to Fenway on April 15th. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Bax has some more thoughts on Tiger Woods and the Masters straight ahead in his view from the couch on Rock 102. And now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Many of you know the Masters begins this Thursday at Augusta. Now, if you're like me, there is nothing you like more than spending four straight days watching Masters coverage on TV. Nothing. If a busload of swimsuit models came to the house and started dancing around in my living room, I would tell them to get the hell out of my way. I'm trying to watch the Masters. Now, like most people, you're not really interested to see if Hideki Matsuyama can win back-to-back green jackets at the Masters, nor are you particularly interested if just uh, Dustin Johnson can win again. Now, believe me when I tell you, you are far more interested in whether Tiger Woods is going to play and whether or not he's healthy enough to win. After all, he's won the Masters five times, and all some of those green jackets from 97 or 2001 probably need to be taken out a bit. The man sure could use one more. Yesterday, Tiger played a practice round at Augusta with Fred Couples and Justin Thomas. And according to Fred Couples, Tiger played tremendously. And he fully expects that based on what he saw yesterday, Tiger will definitely be playing on Thursday. Now, before you golf nuts freak out, let's put this thing into perspective. He's only played a practice round. The man hasn't played in a PGA-sanctioned event in 17 months. He's got a bad back, bad knees, legs that were nearly crushed and amputated from a car crash that happened just a little more than a year ago. And somehow you think he's ready for the Masters? Never mind contend for another championship? Listen, I think Tiger's going to play, but I also think he'll be playing against a bunch of kids who are 20 years younger than he is with stronger legs and a better back. At 46 years old, we all like to see him win again, but I think his chances are better at the miniature golf course at Fenway Golf here at East Longmeadow because it's not nearly as stressful as the Masters, and they have soft serve. For my money, that's a much better choice. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's Ace Rewards card is a toolbox full of ways to earn points, get rewards, and save money. A Rocky's Ace Rewards card is free, making a Rocky's Ace Rewards card what you might call a no-brainer. Shop, earn, save with an Ace Rewards card from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 and Loverboy on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today, sunny and a high of 62. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy and a high of 51. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, yesterday I was up in Palmer. Why? Because I had to. On purpose? Yeah. Yes. I had an appointment at uh, Bay State Wing. Oh, okay. For an echocardiogram. 
I didn't realize they were as long as they were. It's like 45 minutes. You're laying on your side there with electrodes on your chest, and they do the uh, ultrasound. You know, they yeah. they put that uh, goop on you there, and oh, they yeah. kind of do the ultrasound. And you, uh, 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 is it a boy or a girl? They find out, or uh, are you still going to wait? I, I'd rather not say. I right. <laughs> keep that secret. <laughs> uh, they didn't find anything in there, I don't think. But I thought it was really cool that the tech, her name is Chris, she talked me through the whole thing. And she said, here, you can turn your head so you can watch as I'm giving you the echocardiogram. And you can see the results as they're unfolding on the screen there. They're looking at your various ventricles of your heart there, and you're seeing things pulse, and you're listening to sounds of heartbeats. And it's fascinating to yeah. me. I love that stuff. Yeah. And Chris, by the way, as I'm talking to her, she's like, you sound familiar to me, she says. I said, what, she, what do you do for a living? And I said, and she says, I'm, I love you guys. Oh. You guys are my treadmill people. So she, maybe she's on the treadmill right now listening yeah. to the show. I don't know. But anyway. Is she, I, she hot? Well, you really put me on the spot there. No, so what no. am I supposed to say? Like, yeah, yes, she's really hot. Oh, listen, uh, anytime I've had an EKG, it's always been a hot tech. I'm just saying, you know, uh, what's 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 going to be worse for the EKG? You know, <laughs> I uh, you get me all hot under the collar here. Buddy. I was attracted to Chris. Let's put it that way Giddy because up. she was. I mean, right. she all was right. so forthcoming with the information. Mm-hmm. She was so good at her job. She's been doing it for like 13 years that she was able to have this detailed conversation with me. Yeah, you seem to know a lot about it. While, but while she's doing the editing, yeah. similar to like how we edit sound here, right. she's right. like doing that on the screen. She's like dragging stuff here and highlighting pieces of the audio there. Yeah, she's cutting out pieces of the important things that <laughs> the doctor would know, want to know about. Right. Yeah. As opposed to get rid of the superfluous stuff, yeah. which is what normally right. uh, well, happens. She, she wants is to it, deliver good news after all, right? Is this the first time you had an echo? Yeah, the first time that I remember to that extent, because she said I had one, according to my records, five years ago when I was back in New York State, but it wasn't this detailed, and apparently they've improved the technology since Yeah, then, no, right? the technology is much better. The, the pictures are better. Oh, my God. Fascinating to see the in- inside of your body pulsating and working its magic in there while you're just trying to exist. Back in... December when I uh, when I was having the AFib mm-hmm. problem, uh, and I'm not now. I mean, everything is uh, relatively under control. But at the time, I had also had an echo, mm-hmm. and that was not my first time either. But it's like, uh, yeah, it is. It is kind of cool, and you can. It's it's kind of wild to see your body actually at work as opposed to on the couch, you know, scrolling <laughs> yeah. through TikTok videos. Right. I mean, at, at that point, you're just gonna. You know, melting into the furniture. Well, let me ask you a question about yours versus mine. Now, when she first, like, dipped the thing in the goop and then put it on my chest, she said, now, I'm going to check, first of all, we're going to know whether or not we got to give you an injection. I'm like, oh, boy. She goes, if we get a clear picture, then we're good. But if we don't get a clear picture right away, then we have to hook you up to an IV and we got to inject some dye in you for contrast. Right. Thank God, when she took the first look, she goes, oh, it's clear as a, clear as a bell. Did no, you... We- have the injection or not? Um, no. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, I think I. I think we did both. Okay. And uh, no big deal. All right. No big whoop. All right. Unless you're, unless you're chicken of uh, IVs, <laughs> you got a problem with the IV. Depends on who it is that's sticking the needle. In. I've is, had good episodes and bad episodes of is, that. Is that medicine? Is that the stuff that makes you feel like you peed your pants? That one. I don't know. No. They put the, the dye through you yeah. sometimes, and it makes you feel like you've wet. 
I think I've done wet myself. I, that's what it feels like. No, I've never, is never that really. Stew, is that a stewy thing? That. And you have to like check to make sure you didn't, uh, you didn't uh, hmm. urinate on yourself. No, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that to have that happen. But yeah, no, they, they did both. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, just a great experience again, and I'm more and more impressed all the time with the folks at Bay State, especially compared to my previous experiences back in New York State with the hospitals there. Right. Just saying. Now you guys have lived here longer than I have, and maybe you have complaints, but I got no complaints with the Bay State system on any level, and Chris well, was fantastic yesterday. Bay State gets, tends to get all the pomp and circumstance because it's the only thing around here that right. has like the advanced technology. Mm-hmm. You're only 90 miles away from the best killer in the world, sure. so why not take a trip to Boston? Well... I, you don't need to when you can get great care in Palmer. Well, I think if if it depend, it totally depends. If you're looking for something that uh, you know should have like a second opinion, mm-hmm. then going to Boston makes a lot of sense. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but if if you're if you're comfortable with the the doctors that are involved in your care, and mm-hmm. it's not something that is you know too serious, mm-hmm. then 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 fine. Right. Not not, and that's not to bad mouth. Uh, Bay State at all. I've been pretty satisfied with the uh, with Bay State also, and mm-hmm. I've had a million things go on <laughs> over the years. You want a real rush, Dave? Go to Bay State Noble. Which, now, which one is that again? That's is where it? you don't know whether you're going to come out on top or not. <laughs> right. Is that right in Springfield? That's uh, in Westfield. Oh, oh yes. I passed yeah. by that one before. Yeah, okay, a yeah. lot of people have passed <laughs> at Noble. Uh, it's usually preceded <laughs> by and later died at Noble Hospital. <laughs> well, you can't do that, Steve. Come on, man. Well, if, hey. a few years ago, there was a uh, there was an issue with colonoscopies uh, over there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, there, first they said it was the old Noble Hospital's problem. Because that's what happened. Didn't they happen just, under ta- their they just mm-hmm. taken over, and mm-hmm. then and then it turns out it was their problem too. It was a little bit well, of well. As long as you are now in charge, then you inherit the problem. Yes, but uh, there's some. My mother was taken there. She had a stroke at uh, at that noble place. Yeah. And, um, the ironic part about it is that everybody in that emergency room was like, "You have this nurse," and I'm not going to say her name, but I'm sure she knows who she is. But <laughs> They're like, oh, you have this one. She's the best. Mm-hmm. She's the absolute best. Well, she uh, didn't hook up the IV right for this uh, this really powerful blood clot breaking medicine. Go. Back to the faulty IV we and, were talking about and before. The medicine was leaking all oh, down her arm, God. so they never knew. <clears throat> they didn't know. They know she got some of it, mm-hmm. but they don't know if she got. Or they know she didn't get all of it, right? But it, it was always a question of whether or not that that medicine, had she had gotten all of it, would she have been in a better space gotcha. after Th- that? This is like, say you're at a, 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 a mechanics mm-hmm. and he's uh, changing your oil mm-hmm. and there's a spill. I don't know if I got all the oil in the uh, right. in your tank, but right. I got some and that should be enough. And then all of a sudden your engine seizes and mm-hmm. boom, there you go. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the problem with Steve's truck. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. So truck's fine time. now, but... But anyway, thanks, Chris, for uh, a great time yesterday at the uh, Palmer Wing Bay State Hospital. I'll tell you what, you I went that? to I went to Wing. Uh, to we went to the the emergency room at Wing mm-hmm. uh, for something. Uh, you know, when during COVID, I got to tell you, uh, we were in and out of there pretty quick, mm-hmm. which was nice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you talk, you hear about sure. your emergency rooms and and the wait is you know hours right. long. Not that night. 
Well, and pretty quick, in fact. I did notice when you enter now, they still make you uh, cleanse your hands with the hand sanitizer. They take the tongs and they offer you a mask. Yep. But they don't take your temperature anymore. I guess that's not part of the whole process because normally they would take. They just ask you, "Have you been exposed to blah blah this and that?" No. So that I, yeah, they, they've, they've done. They've done away with the temperature taken now. Yeah, I don't know. The last time I had a physical, my doctor took my uh, temperature mm-hmm. too. Well, the temperature taking, they've learned that that doesn't indicate that you would have COVID either. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's that was one of the. It, I didn't. I never had a fever the mm-hmm. entire time I had it. Okay. So you never know. There uh, you go. Yeah. Kind of useless doing that if it's not going to be the telltale sign. Well, you know, I got to tell you, you know, the the, uh, the procedures I've had, the tests I've had at uh, at, at Bay State, mm-hmm. some of them I've absolutely enjoyed completely. Colonoscopies, uh, I love them. Can't wait for my next one. I got like I think uh, another three and a half years before I go back. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. What a wonderful experience. Yeah, good wonderful. Times. Good times. Yeah. Well, if you have any. Medical horror stories you want to share about this, feel free. 293-1021 is our number here on Rock 102. You, you don't even have to give us your real first name for a, <laughs> you know, medical privacy purposes. Right. And it, Chris, if you're listening on the treadmill, you can call us and fill us in. It's 720 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728 and the Allman Brothers with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Phones! Let's go to the phones! Phones, 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 phones! Yeah, we're talking about... <laughs> Medical procedures, so why not? We can't lose with that, right? That's right. Two. Good morning. Who's this? My name's Tom. I'm calling about uh, crazy medical experiences. Yes. What happened to you, Tom? Testicular ultrasound. Ooh. <laughs> it's ominous. Jelly and wand. And, how- and they ask when you go in, male or female, and you say, is there a right choice? Oh, they, they give you a choice of who's going to work on you. Yes, they do. Wow. What did you choose? I said, I don't care. There's no right answer. And what did they give you? A guy. All right. Well, then there you go. I'm sure he's more than qualified to know his way around that region. (laughs) And did uh, it was everything okay? Oh, yeah. Your testicles are terrific. As far as I know. And and, and how much was the copay? I think nothing. (laughs) Well, there you go. You got yourself a handy without even uh, putting any money into it. And did you have a good time? Uh, no comment. Yeah, <laughs> right. There you go. Right. boy. All right, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Okay. Thanks for the call. Uh, 293-1021 is the number to reach us. If you have any others here, I think we got another one on the phone. Uh, what do you got? Hey, do you want to hear a weird medical story? Yeah. I do. All right, so I had breast reduction surgery, and when I went back to my doctor's office after, um, and he was wanting to show me my before pictures, and I didn't really want to see him because I was like, nah, I don't really want to relive that before scenario. Right. And he was like, no, you should really, like, see, like, how bad it was before. And I was like, nah, I don't really want to see it. And he was like, no, no, let me show you the picture. So finally I relented, and I was like, all right, let me see the before pictures. And I was like, holy smoke, like, why didn't somebody tell me how big my boobs were? Like, <laughs> I should have I gotten this done, like, 20 years ago, like, holy smokes, those are ginormous. And then I was, like, really looking at it, I was like, wait a minute. Like, because they show you the pictures, like, without your face, like, just from, like, your boobs, like, down, (laughs) down, right? And I was like, wait a minute, that's not my watch. And I was like, I don't have a watch like that. And I was like, like, holy smokes, those aren't my boobs. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm like, uh, Doc, those aren't my boobs. And he was like, well, wait a minute. 
and then he was like, um, and he goes, oh, hold on a second, hold on a second, and then he, like, leaves the room, <laughs> and then he goes, um, he goes, oh, why don't you wait in the waiting room yeah. for a second, and then he calls me back in, and he's like, um, wow, like, I'm really, really sorry, um, I showed you the wrong pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, you showed me somebody else's boobs. Oh, man. And he was like, was yeah. It... And I was like, wow, I feel really sorry for that lady. Like, I, I, I feel a little sorry for you. That uh, that was a little creepy thing. He's got all these pictures out. He doesn't know who he's looking at. Uh, the, to him, yeah. they all looked at, was his name Dr. Felter Boobs? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, after that, I kind of felt okay because I was like, I mean, at least I knew mine weren't nearly as bad as wow. that poor lady. So. Mm-hmm. Well, all yeah. right. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope everything yeah. worked out for you. Oh, yeah. No, my, they're great. But, you <laughs> okay, know, great. You <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, well, thanks, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Congratulations okay. for surviving the scare. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Bye-bye. 7.35 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement this month. Enjoy April shower, the April shower discount, 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, fresh off his appearance via satellite at the Grammys, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will address the UN Security Council today amid global outrage with growing evidence that Russian forces deliberately killed and tortured civilians in Ukraine. And speaking of politicians, Last night, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders appearing virtually, meeting with the former mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, for a discussion at Mount Holyoke College. Their discussion was part of a series called Our Voices, Our Platforms, intended to explore how people can use their voices to make meaningful change. That's kind of that's kind of cool. It's cool for the students to see that kind of uh, that kind of chit chat. Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, I still see those Bernie Sanders bumper stickers all over the place, by the way, from his previous runs at office. So a lot of Bernie Sanders fans, especially here in New England, I think. You know, it's crazy, though. If you uh, you drive through Vermont mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be opening up our camper soon, by the way. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of really politically motivated people up there. And mm-hmm. it ain't all just on Bernie Sanders side. There's a... A couple. I told you before. There's a, there's a couple of people who live up there. They got these big flags in their front yard mm-hmm. that says "F Biden." Yeah, <laughs> I think they're serious. You know, I always found that to be obnoxious. No matter what side of the aisle you come from, you're. It's douchey. Yeah, you, you're it gonna is. put your, you know, the whole side of your barn dedicated to the hatred of somebody because you think everybody else wants to see that. It's but, called spite farming. Yeah, and and plus, you know, including the prof- excluding the profanity. I mean, you know, you're really going to get your point across politically by using profanity like well, that. I, mean, I, you know, I don't. I would never use my property to promote any political candidate, no matter what. Mm-hmm. How you know how I feel? Yeah, I, I would just. You know, I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't want, want that any, crap I don't want on my yard. I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking. What do you mean? What do you, isn't a radio it's, show bad enough? It's not my place to tell everybody what I'm thinking. That's no. that's what it is. It's like keep it to yourself. Uh, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand the, you know, dressing up a Prius with a bunch of you know tree hugging stickers on it, or t- dressing up a pickup truck with a bunch of flags hanging off the back of it. So the crazy part about this guy with the F Biden sign <laughs> mm-hmm. on his uh, garage and it, it just like that it's like almost on the side of it's like a mm-hmm. barn type of garage. Sure. 
you know, he's got little kids playing in his driveway, like four and five year old kids. Now, granted, they may not be able to distinguish uh, what a Biden is or mm-hmm. or even what uh, the sign is uh, suggesting. Right. But nevertheless, it's like, uh, you know, do, do you really want that message out there while you're trying to raise responsible young children? I don't, I don't know if that's uh, what I want to do. I think people like that aren't doing responsible anything, let alone raising New. children. New. On to local crime. Congrats to Longmeadow police dog Kai, recognized for locating a suspect involved in a domestic dispute Sunday night. It's a domestic dispute sniffing dog? Yeah. Officers called to a domestic disturbance where it was determined two people, including a juvenile, had been assaulted. The suspect left the area on foot, but Kai, the canine, was able to track and locate the suspect hiding in a bush. Has been taken into custody without incident. So good going, Kai, the police dog in Longmeadow. Giddy up. Some of these police dogs are just amazing. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Mm-hmm. When you think about what it takes to train sure. a dog, I mean, you know, my my dog uh, has me trained more than I've got that dog trained. He tells me when he wants to go out, mm-hmm. tells me when he wants to eat, tells me when, when he wants me to rub his belly. That's the extent of his training. Uh, these dogs can find a cadaver. They can find. They can tell whether you're going to have a like a you know, a seizure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable what these dogs can do. Yeah. As good as Kai the dog is, unfortunately, he's from Longmeadow. His treats require some you know caviar and some <laughs> goose pate. Hey, whatever uh, it takes to fee- if he's going to do valuable work like that, keep him happy, that's right? A, that's an expensive dog to be taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Is that East Longmeadow or Longmeadow? Said Longmeadow. Longmeadow? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, East Longmeadow? Here's a Five Guys burger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether Kai is male or female. It doesn't say that in the story. And, and yeah, back to the training of these dogs is fascinating. There's a, I think it's on Netflix about how they do train these dogs and the process that they undergo. Right. And how some of them unfortunately fail in the long run to become police dogs or to become, you know, assistance dogs. And I really feel for those dogs because somehow they fail. They still are great dogs, but they don't quite have what it takes. See, but they don't know they're failing. Right. That's that's the thing. I guess. They, they, don't, I don't, they know. don't know. And, and, you know, they're oftentimes, uh, you know, adoptable and they make great pets. Mm-hmm. Now, we know a guy right here in town, uh, Kevin Moriarty, mm-hmm. who is a uh, who's a dog trainer. And this guy is like serious dog training. He he. Trains cadaver dogs, military cool. style dogs. He, he don't he don't roll over for nobody. No, he doesn't. And he, you know he'll train your you know your your puppy and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Guy does a great job. He did uh, my last two dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to tell you, he's he's very very good. But you know you have to keep up the training in order for it to really stick. Uh, my dog drinks from a toilet, <laughs> and so far I'd say that's his greatest trick. Yeah, my dog. Sometimes I'm on it. My dog eats from the trash. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like a delicacy for them. Drinking out of the toilet, eating from the trash. I think I had a bear in my yard uh, the other night. Really? But I didn't see it. I just saw the aftermath of it. There oh, was, really? Uh, yeah. You know, I had this trash can that I uh, that I had. There's trash in it, obviously. Well, and that's what uh, you would put in a trash can. Right, but I had moved it out of the garage for the night, and I didn't realize like it was still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But when I came home yesterday, it was all over the place. And not only because I'm thinking, all right, did the dog get into this? But no, it's not. There, there's another barrel I have in the backyard that I uh, I burn things in. Okay. No, a burn barrel, mm-hmm. if right. you will. Sure. And I had burned some uh, some chicken bones, you know, some chicken, 
So it's just, you know, kind of refuse, sure. food refuse. That knocked that thing over, too. This thing, this thing's a I badass. Don't know, man. Yeah, bears are uh, they're scavengers, is what they are. I guess so. Now I got to keep all. Now I got to. Now I can't burn my chicken bones anymore in my backyard. Now was this a bear? I mean, you said you didn't uh, see it, but uh, are there any spottings in Huntington about bears with like, little pork pie hats and uh, like neckties without shirts? Yes, he was trying to steal the picnic basket I had on my. Uh, <laughs> Did he have a porch. little bear next to him? Uh, a yeah. little tiny bear. And he said, uh, the Nagel ain't going to like this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly my it. point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I caught that on the camera. As long as we're on the food topic, congrats to Pita Pockets, popular Mediterranean joint in Amherst and Northampton, opening up a new location in East Hampton yesterday, the Cottage Street Space, formerly occupied by Daily Operation. It's on the same block as Mount Tom's Homemade Ice Cream. Now, I only bring up that story to get to these other food stories. Golden Corral is coming back. What? Yeah. The buffet restaurant poised to make a comeback, according to their CEO. The chain was called a, quote, zombie company just two years ago. You ever but, see people inside of it? Yeah. I mean, they kind of do look like the living dead. Well, the CEO of Golden Corral projecting the company will do about $1.4 billion in system-wide sales, serving between 107 and 110 million meals this coming year. I guess the question. That's just in Springfield. Well, no, I don't think. But the question would be: Are are buffet style restaurants cool now, post pandemic? They never really were uh, cool. It depends on what what setting you're in. I mean, if you're if you're at a banquet, like at a log cabin or something like that, where you're getting good quality True. buffet food, right? right? That's different than uh, Golden you know, Corral. If you're like at a the, Ponderosa the, or a Golden if, Corral or the, the Nordic Lodge, I mean that's almost like a like a vacation destination to go there. That's just the dr- one I want to go. When to. you're dropping, you know, two hundred bucks to eat all you can eat. But you know, at the at a slop house like uh, <laughs> like that, I don't know, man. I just uh, you know, I've I've been there and it's, it's you know it's it's fine, mm-hmm. but it's like I, I don't have a grand desire to go back. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh, the Nordic Lodge opens in the spring, by the way. It should be open by May. Fantastic. And uh, April 22nd, they're going to open. And I don't even know how much. They haven't released the price yet. It's probably gone up. It oh, I'm sure it is. 15 years ago, it was $80 per person. And I bet you it's up over 100 now. <laughs> Last uh, let's see. When did we? Yeah, last summer we rented uh, we rented a a beach house mm-hmm. not far from the Nordic Lodge. Did you go there? No. Why not? The place across the street yeah. is actually really good. Is it another? Is it a buffet restaurant? No, it's just another like uh, like a sit down restaurant. It's actually really good. It, the, the problem is the is is exactly that. It's the price. It's the cost. You got to go to this place, Dave. Okay. It's an all you can eat lobster buffet. Yeah. And I'm it's down. really good. All right, and it, you feel like you're in the Regal Beagle on uh, Three's Company. That's the old, uh, <laughs> yeah. the old design of the building. Nice. Yeah, not the Regal yeah. Beagle in Indian, Indian Orchard. You, you would never feel well, that's that. Gone now. I know it is, and probably for a good reason. <laughs> and quickly, food story number three: the first Robo Burger opened up in Jersey City. It's a burger vending machine. So touchscreen allows you to order a burger with ketchup, mustard, cheese, customize any of the ingredients. The burger is made of Angus beef on a potato bun with aged Wisconsin cheddar and Heinz ketchup, and it comes out of the vending machine in about six minutes, and it costs six ninety nine. 
I'd try it. Yeah. I'd try it, but I don't know how good I'm. My expectations would be low. Well, Jersey City is the place where the first one opened up. That's where my son's getting married in less than two weeks. So I I will volunteer to give that a try. Videotape that and put it up on the website. I'm being being told that the Nordic Lodge is now uh, raking you for $125 a person. Well, I can see that. With the cost and the yeah, labor but, and all But you have any stuff. idea how much food you mm-hmm. have to consume to and make you, $125 worth your while? And you only have two hours. You don't have, like, you have a time limit there. You can't just sit there all day and eat that can stuff. You, you can, to- can you do, like, a tag team thing where you, you, you make the tag and you get, like, the next two hours? Well, I guess you would have to coordinate that with your friends. But I don't know, yeah. man. One hundred twenty-five bucks is a lot of money for even even for a buffet. I hear you. Well, maybe for a special event of some sort or a date, special date. Coming up next, and now hear this: a disturbing and amusing development in Google Maps. Straight ahead on Rock One Hundred Two. Daddy was talking this. One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's seven fifty-four. And Led Zeppelin with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 62. Not so nice for tomorrow. Rainy and a high of 51. It's 34 in downtown Springfield. Time to hear stuff. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip numbers one and two, both from James Corden on his late night show last night. First, as I was telling you a few minutes ago, sort of a disturbing but kind of amusing trend in Google Maps. Check this out. Google Maps is now blurring dogs' faces on their street view images to, quote, protect their privacy. Nice to know that Google's concerned about privacy for dogs. (laughs) You and me, not so much. This is stupid to me. I mean, really? We well, have dogs, to worry have about- got, dogs have got feelings, too. Well, and I guess maybe Kai, the police dog. I mean, you know, I could understand a, a celebrity dog like that. Well, he's a cop. He just go, goes undercover. Right. If you, if, you, if you don't obscure his face, then anyone is going to well, recognize I, him. Yeah, that I get. But I don't know. An average dog having his identity concealed? Really? Yeah, well, your dog's uh, got a right to privacy, too. Like, like any other human being. HIPAA laws? Yes. I don't know about that. James Corden also talking about the stars coming up in Austin Powers 3. Beyonce's in 3. And even you can see in her eyes, like, ah, this was a mistake. (laughs) That was one of the things that got put in the box to the left. Not bad there by whoever that was alongside James Corden on his show. I don't know if that's his sidekick or who that is. Does he have a sidekick? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> is that messed up that we don't even know? Right? I haven't watched that show since it uh, ever went on the air. air. Yeah. Right. Clip number three, your adorable moment of the day. It's a little girl singing a 1970s classic. See if you can pick it up here. It's gone viral. She don't got no money. Her clothes are kind of funny. Her hair is kind of wild and free. Oh, close. Where my rosemary go, and nobody knows like me. How about that, huh? It's just kind of a child abuse that I think is <laughs> terrible. Parents will put their child up to something like this. Thomas Edison and Incense Peppermints. No, but you were you were <laughs> Edison Lighthouse. Yes. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Right? I know close. the song. I know See? the song, but like, what parent puts a child through this? Haven't they suffered enough? Well, I got a 
cute. I think it's a moment where, and this little girl's probably, I don't know, four or five or something like that. If you look at the video, it's something that they can look back on when she's an adult and probably have a good laugh over. What's What's next? You're going to teach your kid the uh, the lyrics to The Night Chicago Died? or or uh, By Paper Lace? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's one of those uh, the songs when I used to do the 70s at 7. Yes. And then uh, we, we did, they used to, you had to talk that one up. Yeah. Right. Hey, welcome to the wild, wacky show, the 70s at 7. Right here on Wacky 102. Watching Scotty grow, I think, was another one. Watching yeah, Scotty grow. There you we go. Have, you know, we ought to play that for Scott Cohen when he comes out. Watching Scotty grow. He yeah. liked that. We yeah. don't need to uh, highlight Scott any more than he already is. <laughs> but you think that would be highlighting him? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to point out that he might be a phony. He's definitely a phony. All right. All right. Coming up next, we've got the 102 Second Sports. And then shortly after that, we got our special guest. Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com. It's uh, 757 or Rock 102. It's offered tons of sports betting options. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. We're going to have lots of sunshine today. Highs of about 60 and rain coming in the latter portion of the week. The weather is brought to you by 413 Pro Tint. For tinting on your vehicle, home, or business, call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. We got a national champion in college hoops on the men's side. The Jayhawks overcoming a 15-point deficit at halftime came roaring back to beat the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Kansas, 72-69, your champs. In the NBA, the Celtics are at Chicago tonight at 8 to take on the Bulls. And in hockey, the Bruins are in Detroit to take on the Red Wings at 730 you can hear that hockey game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Last night, the Bruins beat Columbus 3-2 in overtime. As for our AHL Springfield Thunderbirds, they're on the road at Syracuse and Hershey this week. Their next home game at Mass Mutual against Syracuse a week from Wednesday when they play the Crunch. Baseball, spring training, Minnesota over the Sox, two-zip. And in high school action, Josh Mayo struck out 19 and threw a no-hitter as the Westfield Bombers beat Chicopee 6-0 last night at Bullens Field. Golf, Tiger Woods, five-time Masters champion, the center of attention during Monday's practice rounds, attempting a comeback after he suffered serious injuries in that car crash in 2021. He played alongside Justin Thomas and Fred Couples Monday. Couples, one of Woods's closest friends, believing that Woods will play when the 86th Masters begins on Thursday. And Bryson DeChambeau, the big bruiser, also attempting a comeback from injury. Apparently he was playing ping pong with Sergio Garcia, and he slipped on the marble floors. I hate when that happens, and wiped out. He wasn't really paying attention. He says he Charlie Browned himself, went horizontal, hit his left hip and then his hand at the same time, and that's when he incurred those injuries that have kept him out for a little while. Uh, by the way, he said he got to the point where he couldn't even grip a golf club. Just a tip here, Bryson. No more ping pong in season. That was one of the things that got put in the box to the left. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Bax has more viewpoints on the Jayhawks winning the national championship straight ahead in his View from the Couch on Rock 102. Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Okay, this is it. I promise. But as of today, this will be the last time I talk about March Madness for at least another 11 months. What happens next March is anyone's guess. But as of this very moment, on April 5th, I'm done. 
because the truth is, had things gone differently, I probably would have been talking about it today either. But when you're in the national championship game and your team, in this case, the North Carolina Tar Heels, were just one half away from becoming the lowest seeded team since Villanova in 1985 to win a national title, and you're leading by 15 points at the half, then it's safe to assume that only an act of God, a freak of nature, or a total aberration would take that away from you. Well, isn't that just the thing? It was neither an act of God nor a freak of nature. Instead, it was the number one seeded Kansas Jayhawks who completed the greatest come from behind victory in NCAA history to kick the crap out of North Carolina, 72 to 69. This is the Jayhawks' second national title in 14 years. And if you remember, yesterday I told you that Kansas would win the national championship by four points. And what happens? They won the national championship by three. Turns out I might be pretty good at handicapping these games after all, in spite of my bracket suggesting otherwise. Listen, I don't want to be critical of a team blowing a 15-point lead in the most important basketball game of their young lives, and I don't want to be the guy to point fingers and say that those kids just completed the biggest collapse in NCAA history, nor do I want to be the sort of mean-spirited jerk that identifies that last night was the biggest choke job of their lives, because the truth is, life is loaded with occasional disappointments, and if these kids are lucky, they'll experience far greater humiliations than this. Nevertheless, congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks for an incredible game for squashing the hopes and dreams of the team that humiliated Marquette in the opening round by 32 points. I suppose I owe you one. What does that mean? I have no idea, but it sounded pretty sincere when it came out of my mouth. But hey, the Bamai Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Take care of your lawn. Get Scott's four-step. Step one, go to Rockies. You not only get the best four-step deal, 80 bucks out the door with your Ace Rewards card, with no rebate nonsense, you get lawn care expertise. Good people, rock-solid service, and Scott's four-step at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock, rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and the Black Crows are back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Enjoy today. Highs in 60s, low 60s anyway. Sunshine and clouds tomorrow. We might get some rain. You know, you might be uh, scammed at a $5,000 from a leaf gutter guard, <laughs> but there's always a lawyer out there who will snatch that $5,000 and tell you to not do that. Yes, right. <laughs> and there's one on the phone with us right now, <laughs> Attorney Steve Weissman. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm good. You know, hey, I got kids I got to put through school, too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Uh, so we, we, you know, I, I messaged you over the weekend, and I, I'm, I, sh- I know you saw the uh, the social media post I put up, but I had a guy come over the house on Friday, and this was a this was a phone call follow up from the home show that I was at, the Western Mass Home Show uh, last weekend, and I gave my number because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in these things. Let me see. Uh, what what the feasibility of putting them on my home would be, and then they called, and the guy comes over the house. And he starts out with, you know, he does those measurements, and then he goes back and does some numbers, and then he comes up to me and he says, yeah, it's going to be uh, $5,000. And I'm like, okay, that's already out of the question. And then he goes, well, if you pay me today, it'll only be $4,600. Wow. And then when I kept For saying- a hamburger tomorrow. Right. Yes. And then when I kept saying no, he finally said, we can do it tomorrow for twenty two hundred bucks, and I and I, I politely I politely told him to leave, but I also was thinking, well, I don't know anything about these things, but I know they're not worth more than twenty two hundred bucks. 
Well, everything is uh, worth whatever people are going to pay for it. You know, actually, when you go to some of these uh, home shows, yeah. uh, you may have gotten off uh, easily by just giving them your, your phone number. Often on the backside of when you sign, hey, we'll put you in for a, uh, a lottery uh, for some kind of prize just by showing up and, and signing up. Uh, people don't read the fine print, and rarely is there anything in fine print. Mm-hmm. And then you find uh, on your phone bill, uh, you've signed up for some service if you check your phone bill. So you may have gotten off easily, and I would say check your phone bill, too. Yeah, speaking of phone bills, there's a big scam going on these days. A lot of people are posting it on Facebook. They're getting messages from their own phone number. And it's like, for instance, Verizon giving you a message about, hey, we've got a great deal because you just scored a refund of money, and here's all you got to do. Click on this, and you'll get your refund. It's all a scam. Yeah, I can, I can say I saw that one right on my own phone, and it came in, you know, we're paying your March bill. Yes. Uh, and uh, sign, click here for the, uh, for the gift. You know, <clears throat> obviously, anytime a text message comes in uh, from your own phone, uh, you've got a problem. Either it's a scammer or you're schizophrenic. Either way, it doesn't, you know, work <laughs> out for you. But the, uh, and I feel that way, too. And the, the thing is that w- this has been actually traced back to uh, Russia. So far, there hasn't been any real, real problems with it. But the issue is, when you get something like this, they lure you in because, first of all, you see your own number. And then, ooh, I got something free. All mm-hmm. I have to do is click on the link. Right. Two things can happen. They're both bad. One is you either get lured into providing personal information, so you're eligible for whatever whatever it is, and that leads to identity theft, or sometimes merely by clicking on that link, uh, you end up downloading malware. It can be ransomware, keystroke logging, malware, all kinds of bad stuff. So you get something like that, you just totally ignore it. Don't even bother to uh, you know block it because <laughs> they're not, you don't know which number it's coming in from anyway. And that's the thing. There's a technique called spoofing where you can make a call look like it's coming from whatever number you want. And in this case, the scammers do your own number uh, just to get people curious. Steve, what does somebody do then if they've clicked on that link? What, What should they do? You know, fortunately, this particular one doesn't seem to have had any uh, repercussions. What you may have done at worst is just said, hey, I'm gullible and you're going to get me next time. And uh, <laughs> often uh, it, it will be, uh, they'll test the waters, they'll find numbers of people who are susceptible, mm. you get on what they literally call a sucker's list and mm. uh, be, uh, be ready for uh, a lot more uh, text messages, emails, and other scams. This is Steve Weisman from scamicide.com. You know, yesterday's scam of the day on the website uh, was interesting to me. It was about uh, peer-to-peer payment uh, services, the P2Ps that, you know, Zelle, Venmo, Apple Pay, PayPal, all of these uh, services. Now, I don't use them a lot. I have used them on occasion. Uh, I've, 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 I've stopped using PayPal, not because I don't trusted i just you know i I, I, there just seems to be a lot of ambiguity as far as far as how safe some of these things are at least to me but a lot of people are using these apps and they're finding themselves getting into into trouble with it tell us about uh well what's going on here yeah and the thing is they're easy 
And uh, part of the problem is I saw a survey saying that people are using Zelle, Venmo, all of these, and about half of them, 52%, didn't even give a thought to security. PayPal actually does have some protection uh, if there's fraudulent use. But Zelle, Venmo, uh, these others, uh, people are finding there is no protection from fraudulent use. So if you have, let's say, First of all, what you should do for Zelle and Venmo is you shouldn't use them for commercial purposes. You should only use them for transferring money between friends, family, that kind of thing. But if you are going to use them for commercial purposes or something else, you should, first of all, have dual-factor authentication. You don't give anybody uh, your, uh, your password. You should also have a PIN. And some of them will allow you to tie it to a credit card, which will give you uh, better protection. If, you, if it's tied to your bank account, if it's tied to your debit card, you're in risk, and this has happened, of people losing their entire bank account. Uh, Zelle does let you use a credit card. Venmo doesn't. Uh, doesn't. So if you're going to use them, get dual-factor authentication. So if somebody gets your password, and really you've got to be careful if you get any kind of email, text message, phone call, you never can be sure who's contacting you. So if they're asking for your password, PIN, or whatever, don't trust it. Call the company, but well, that, uh, if you're careful, you can use it. But that's one of the reasons why I, I canceled PayPal, because I would use PayPal, and my credit card would automatically make the payment when it was when it was due. But then they decided, and we're not going to do that anymore. It's got to come directly from a bank. Now, at that point, I said, you know what? I don't, I don't like that idea. I, I, I would much rather know that it's being protected from the credit card as opposed to having someone ac- accessing my bank accounts. And at that point, I said, okay, I'm done here. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm moving on. you know, you're right because even if, uh, even if you do have some protection from PayPal with uh, against fraud, uh, against fraud, the idea is we always said in law school the best trials are the ones you don't have, and why get into that if you uh, if it's tied directly to your bank account, you've already got a problem. What if somebody hacks into PayPal? So uh, yeah, I think you're smart. You know, I gave oh, this, this, uh, this. This is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? We've known, we've known each other for 20 years, Steve. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, it, maybe I think this comes with clearer thought because you're doing the uh, intermittent fasting. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, his mind is completely clear now. Oh, I, I could see on a clear day, I could see forever. Uh, you know, go, master. Go, I want to go back to this, this, this leaf filter guy that, that I yeah. ran into. <laughs> is this like, are these, com- some of these companies like, and that's the thing. I think it's given a bad name to the other legitimate people out there that are that are yeah. doing these these jobs because I've heard of uh, you know other companies through other people out the week going uh, that didn't even cost anywhere near that I paid you know twelve hundred bucks for mine or, or or whatever the deal was is this yeah, one I, of those I agree with you yeah. like net things that they're, they're saying well let's just try this and see how many people we can get to to spend five grand on these things when they're they're not even worth that much. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're correct. And uh, let's let's compound it. Things aren't as bad as you think. They're they're worse. Um, technically, what they're doing is probably legal. You, uh, without perhaps even realizing they were going to show up on your door in the fine print by just giving them your phone number, was enough for them to show up. And contractor scams are just 
all over the place. A lot of people don't realize that every every home contractor actually has to register with the uh, Office of Consumer Affairs and Business Regulation, and they have to post bonds. And this is the kind of thing when someone comes to your house. They, they may pressure people, and you're going to be fine, Steve, because, yeah. you know, you're, you're very smart. Oh, thank but you. the thing is, there are going to be <laughs> seniors and others who are going to fall for the bull that they do, and bam, they've, they've signed up, and they've got the guy there. Uh, they'll also, you know, they should have a contract that you can go through, and, of course, you'll need to have, you know, a, a friendly scam aside lawyer look at the contract for you at an outrageous fee, but it'll be worth every penny. <laughs> this is, it's... It, it's a, it's ripe for scams, and they keep coming. They, they, home contractors can't tell you how many instances uh, you see every year. Well, what are you doing this weekend? You want to come help me hang some leaf gutters on my, on my gutter guards on my I, leaf? You know, I, I can move in. All yeah, right, yeah, come on in. Out. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Steve, you mentioned that suckers list before. I think I'm on one of those for previous marriages. I don't know if I... <laughs> I don't know if I can. Maybe you and I can commiserate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, I know we don't we don't have a lot of time left, but uh, you know it is tax season. The fifteenth is right around the corner, and I know there are scams associated with uh, with the IRS. The IRS will, will not email you. They they won't do that. And uh, there's also uh, some some identity thieves posing as TurboTax. That's that's a little scary too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's happening is, you know, a lot of companies that people will uh, do business with a lot, you'll get phony emails, text messages, and uh, people tend to trust it because they know they're doing business with them. So that's what the deal is with TurboTax now. A lot of people using it, boom, you get an an email or a text message from them, you click on it, and suddenly they're going to be able to access uh, your account or have your personal information, make you a victim of identity theft. You know, like you said, Bax. IRS is not going to contact you in any way other than snail mail, so just don't trust it. Scamicide.com is the name of the website. Uh, Steve Weissman, it's always great to talk to you. We'll check you out soon. Take care, guys. Thanks, Steve. Day 21 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827. And Twisted Sister with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be about 60 or so today with lots of sunshine and maybe some rain coming later in the week. You know, as a teenager, J.J. French drove his neighbors crazy. I bet he did. Mm-hmm. I he, bet he-, he bought his uh, first big amp stack back in 1969, and uh, French opened his windows and cranked his guitar loud and proud. Soon a neighbor was banging on his door, and when she confronted him, she said, uh, could you hear him on 88th and Columbus? I said, you live four blocks away and you heard my guitar? Okay. And I slammed the door on her. It's a great story. They J- were very loud back then. J.J. French? From Twisted Sister. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, all I know is D. Snyder. What? Yeah. Well, you don't think D. worked in a vacuum here. No. He, he had help. He I'm had... trying to one-up you here with the music facts, and you don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, listen, I knew. I knew from the very yeah. uh, from the very jump. Hey, uh, Rock 102 and uh, the Swing Oil Beer Company are putting together the uh, the Rock 102 Golf Club. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. This is If you're a golfer, this is the only way to really do it. Yep. You get uh, 12 rounds of golf, some of the area's nicest courses. For only 199 bucks, that's like a 500 hour value. It winds up being like 17 bucks for a round of golf, and and uh, good places too. The Northampton Country Club, uh, Keeney Park, Crestview, Elmcrest, all great. Uh, the Links, yep. uh, Agawam. I mean, uh, there are a bunch on on the list, and all you got to do is go to rock102.com and uh, and sign up. Again, 199 bucks for for a golfer. That's like 
practically giving it away. Well, for those of you who remember this deal from the last few years, this is better. This is 12 courses instead of 10. Yeah, right. right? So it's uh, you're getting a better deal mm-hmm. for about the same price. And uh, so there you go. Go to rock102.com. And thanks again to the uh, the folks at Swing Oil Beer. There you have it. Sweet. We got news next. And in the news, apparently this is another thing you can't do on an airplane. We'll get to it on a Rock 102. 832. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The latest on the Russian war on Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing the U.N. Security Council today. He's going to talk about growing evidence that Russian forces deliberately tortured and killed civilians in Ukraine. Can't do that. There was also talk about some sort of torture chamber that Russians had in the basement of a children's sanatorium where civilians were tortured and killed. Closer to home, a judge delaying the sentencing for those two Springfield police officers convicted back on March 31st in the Nathan Bills assault case. Judge Mark Mason moving the sentencing date for officers Daniel Billingsley and Christian Cicero. That moves from April 8th. Now that sentencing will not occur until April 27th. And we've got some movement at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse in Springfield. In a letter to the Massachusetts Trial Court, the state's Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance, otherwise known as DCAM, said they're going to explore the feasibility of a new court complex. How about that? Yeah, it's not movement yet. They could very easily come back. And didn't they do this before? They did a study. They came back and said, man, there's nothing wrong here. Nothing to see. No problems. Everything's a study. we got to study to see what the efficacy is of it. What's, yep. your, what's your mouth? I didn't think you could even say that. That is a big Efficacy. word. Don't say it a second time. DCAM had previously approved a $91 million rehab of the building, which is slated to start this summer. So there you go, wise guys. Mm. Yeah, but what does that mean? Does that mean you buy a couple extra cans of, uh, of, uh, of kills <laughs> and try to get rid of the mold that way? Because that's not really going to do it. $91 million worth of kills? I don't know. That's a I'm lot of kills. I'm telling you that the, the solution here is a giant wrecking ball and then a few dumpsters and then to dump it in the river. That's the solution. All what right. you call Surf Pro? Don't they, uh, <laughs> don't they do that kind of thing? Uh, they might. mold? Yeah, there you go. Or maybe the gutter cleaning experts that came to your house. No, no, no. I don't, think, gutters, I don't think gutters are the problem at the courthouse. Surf Pro is actually a legitimate business yes. that removes mold from things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mold remediation. There you go. Two men from Springfield arrested after an alleged assault on Worthington Street. Officers called to the 700 block there for a report that a woman had a gun pointed at her face and was assaulted. The suspect was found with 15 bags of heroin, identified as 46-year-old Manuel Carrasquillo. After crime analysts in the Real-Time Analysis Center, that's RTAC, get all these acronyms, by the way, they evaluated the video from the area, and Carrasquillo gave a backpack to another suspect that they saw on the video, and then 41-year-old Roberto Martinez Colon was also involved. After the assault. Did the backpack backpack uh, got to find the rainbow ribbon come into play? Don't know that one, Steve. Was there a... Uh, that was, a Twisted Sister song? Was there a fox with a uh, mask over its eyes stealing things? And like, then uh, they would yell at uh, the fox, swiper, yeah, no, no swiping, swiping swiper, no, no swiping, swiping, swiper, no, no swiping. swiping. And then he would say, oh, man. 
That's Dauber the Explorer. I know that one. Yeah, hey, hey you picked that up. Good for that. you. Was, yeah. that, was that one of your favorite shows? No. Even though my kid is 35, and I said that his favorite show was um, Inspector Gadget, I don't know. I don't know why I would know about Dora the Explorer, frankly. Because it's culturally significant. I Who guess. doesn't love Dora? Hey, speaking of animation, there's an Agawam native named Samantha Izzo. She just published her first book at the age of 13. Does she do her hair, toss, touch her nails? Baby, how you doing? I feel good as hell. Lizzo, right? Yeah, Lizzo. Look at you. Look at you. I'm thinking of the three of us. I'm thinking guy right there. Yeah. Come on, man. Anyway, Samantha Izzo is 13. She just wrote a fictional novel, The Tale of the Animagy, or Animagee. It's about four orphans navigating their lives while dealing with newly acquired superpowers. Samantha saying she was inspired by J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series. Her new book is available oh. on Amazon. Well, that's good enough for me and my Emma McGee. Oh, I see what you, you did. You see what yeah. I did see, there? That's, that's, well, that's, that's a Janis Joplin, Joplin thing. The old school. Chris Christopherson. Very good. That song. Look at that. With the musical knowledge wow. over there. Wow. Listen to the two of yous. I know. Back and forth. Wow. We, we could do this all morning. Oh, no, we can't. It's almost over. <laughs> I was going to say, it, it's almost time for me to leave if this is going to be the way it is. Speaking of doing it all morning, on a Southwest Airline, Air, Airlines flight recently, a man... Going to town on himself at least four times. Well, he did depart from the gate, right? Yeah. He's going to some town. Yes. He's some fly- destination. He's flying from Seattle to Phoenix. He's facing federal charges after pulling his pants down. And by the time he gets to Phoenix, they'll be waiting? <laughs> or something else. Some other verb. Now, it- so what you're telling us, uh, Dave, if I'm getting this correctly, yes. is this man mm-hmm. got on the plane. Yes. Uh, had his, uh, we don't know if the tray table was uh, locked in its upright position. Something was locked in the upright position. But something was, in fact, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something was in the upright position. Yes. And in order to uh, maintain uh, his frequent flyer miles, he decided to refuel on his own. Yes. Four, well, I, don't, well, I don't know if he, he expended all the fuel in each of those four attempts. Yeah, I don't uh, know. You know, you don't know. Well, uh, it said four times. Yes. And, and, and is there more detail to this? Because he, uh, he did say something to the police when, when he, they came he upon him. He did. Because you saw this story as well, Stephen. I know this is one of your favorites this yeah. morning. Yes. Um, first of all, let me get his name out there. Antonio Sherrod McGarity was arrested by officers from the Phoenix, Arizona Police Department when that Southwest flight landed at Sky Harbor International Airport from Seattle on Saturday. He told cops he didn't do anything wrong because he thought it was, quote, kind of kinky, end quote. Yeah, he he sat next to this woman Mm -hmm. and he said to her, in his words, do you mind if I masturbate? And she said... Well, I guess so. Like uh, she said like, something like, duh. "Oh my god, I can't believe this." It, it was almost like in a reaction to, a, I, "I can't believe this is happening." Mm-hmm. Right. He took that as she's into it, so <laughs> I'm going to do it. So four to then he then he falls asleep. Yes. And then she alerts a flight crew member about what has happened, and then they of course they move this uh, poor woman to another seat. Right. Uh, but uh, well, of course I, he fell asleep. That's that's exhausting sure, work. But yeah. I thought the Patriot Act was to prevent hijacking. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that was going to be. Yeah. And by the way, you're not in the cockpit either. That's so. true. Hey, hey, hey. hey. 
Yes. And would it be low jacking if you're in a low riding vehicle, by the way? Or only when you're taxiing. Okay. Four times. Again, it does not say whether there was completion involved in each of those attempts, or maybe it was just, uh, you know, sort of an ongoing effort there. Four times seems like a... That seems like Tuesday numbers for me. Is it the... <laughs> well, and how long is the flight from Seattle to Phoenix? <laughs> was that it's on probably a Tuesday? Probably a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably like a, like a what, three-hour flight maybe? Yeah, yeah, I would think yeah, so. I mean, that's yeah. Something four times like that. In, four times in three hours. Man, yes. you got to give that... I'll tell you what, you got to give that guy a hand. That bull's got stamina, if you <laughs> no know what I'm saying. kidding. What are you doing over there, sir? I'm banging Manti... T- what, what is it? Manti... T- Who is that guy Manti with Manti Teo. Manti Teo's girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm banging Manti Teo's girlfriend. <laughs> wow. That is a great reference from Wow, Notre- very yeah. good. Notre Dame football. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that well, was the one. He made up the whole yeah, thing with the girlfriend. You, and yes, she didn't like, no, no. leukemia, and it turns right. out she didn't exist at all. Yeah, fantastic. I'm not sure we can beat that right no, now. Whoa. Hey, hey. Listen to him. Look at that. So I'm just going to give the weather, and then we've got more fun coming up in the next 20 minutes or so. we got highs of about 60 today with lots of sunshine. Enjoy that, it while you can. That whole Southwest first-come, first-served hey. seating policy <laughs> should be eliminated. Are we done? We're done. We're done. On Rock 102. Join the Mass Lottery's 50th anniversary celebration and pick up the Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 847 and ACDC on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, gorgeous today. Uh, high of 61 and sunny tomorrow. Not so nice. Rainy and a high of 51. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Before you get into your, your thing, Dave, just want to r- remind everybody that if you miss any part of today's show, check out the daily podcast available on rock102.com. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And Baxi's musical podcast uh, this week, my guest Rory Sullivan Burke, the author of the book, uh, The Light Pours Out of Me, the authorized biography of the late John McGeoch. Great book, great story. McGeoch, one of the uh, the great guitar players of uh, of the early 80s, and you could check that out on rock102.com Bo- as well. Bobby McGee? No, different guy. By the way, Monday, I got another big one I'm uh, pretty excited about, but I'll let you know about that probably like Thursday or Friday. And when Bax said I could get into my thing, he didn't mean like the Southwest Airlines story we just did. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far into something. Another story, though, caught my eye. In Harris County, Texas, owner of a forklift was found um, after a man was arrested and charged with stealing that machine, the forklift, and taking it on a joyride over the weekend. Cops in Harris County, Texas, got the call about the man driving a tractor on Hardy Road and attempting to enter the main lanes of the freeway. Officers arrived. They found it was actually not a tractor, but a forklift, and the driver refused to stop, reaching speeds of about 18 miles per hour. Damn. That must have been hard to catch up to. After about a 20-minute slow-speed chase, the forklift came to a stop. Police took the driver into custody without incident. 38-year-old Justin Brown charged with evading. Now, my question here is, is that, is that the slowest vehicle? Like, which, which would be faster in a race? And I think this could be a p- promotion for us here at the radio station. Could we have, like, a, a Segway, a forklift, a lawnmower, uh, some other well, I, slow I, speed? I, I mean, could we have, like, a race and see 
And cra- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, that based on uh, my knowledge of all three vehicles, mm-hmm. is it probably would be pretty close. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, like a golf cart. Yes. Yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can belt that up pretty fast. Or you could ramp down the governor on the golf cart so that it goes slower. You could do that too. I think we've got something here. I think this is a, like sort of our version of the Indy 500 coming up in May. You know that little rascal we had at the Mayflower Marathon was kind of fun to drive. It was, but it only went uh, like a mile an hour, and yeah. it died uh, because of battery overuse, because I tried to drive it from where we were set up to the Hilton Garden Inn, which didn't make it that far. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that happened. It did, it did seem to lose a little bit of steam. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm serious about that. I think we should try and put this together, sort of our yeah. version of, remember the Wacky Racers? Remember that cartoon series back when we were kids or not? I do. We could be like that. What's like the name of the, the dog? Muttley. Yes. Muttley. That's it. The, the Rock 102 Wacky Racers something or other. Indy 5, non-Indy, Nundy, Undy 5. I don't yeah. know. Snidely Whiplash. Yes. And Muttley. Yes. Well, Why well, do I remember that? I don't know. What did we used to have? We used to have the Undy 500. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, that, uh, that was yeah. good for a short period of time. And mm-hmm. then uh, then we had the Cardboard Boat Race. Which was, uh, that was always fun. That, that sounds was, cool. That, that's always yeah. a good way to uh, pollute a lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Previously polluted lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penelope Pitstop was another. She was, she was in that too. Was another one of those wacky that's racers. Right. I, you know, right. I think I had, they came in cereal boxes, I think, those wacky racers too. Or, I yeah. collected them. I, I, you might be right about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the Undy 500 was a good idea for like a hot minute. And then yeah. the second year we did it, we said, we will never, ever do this again. Was it somebody running around in their underwear? Is that what it was? So everybody, every racer had to be on a tricycle in their underpants. Mm-hmm. Male, female, mm-hmm. didn't matter. And we had our share of both. But there was one guy. I'm not going to name any names, but I don't even know if he's around this area anymore. But uh, let's put it this way. Uh, this was an older pair of underpants, ah. and he had, um, well, let's just say uh, it was not a sightly uh, thing to look at. All right. They and, once were white, maybe no longer? Uh, let's let's just say it had a racing stripe. Yes. And uh, that's when we said, let's come up with a better idea. This, there must be something else we can do. Is it like watching Close Encounters of the Turd kind? Hmm. Uh, you know, Steve, I'd, I'd rather not say... <laughs> But I think you're yeah. somewhere in the ballpark. I got you. I got you. Skid Row was playing on the radio that day. Yes, yes. eighteen in life I is what you. we were playing. Right. Come on, exactly. the, come on, the poop John B. Was that a be, uh, Beach Boys Dave, classic? That's disgusting. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing there? What are you doing down there? Get out of control over here. Gutter all of a sudden. Class this thing up, and here he is dragging it all down. But look, I think I'm serious. about I think we get people to bring their own vehicles to this thing. They have to be slow-moving vehicles. And I don't know if I've covered them all. Like Segway, yeah. forklift, lawnmower, you said golf cart. Are there, there's got to be tons of them out there that could was, qualify for this race. I DJed a wedding one year where the, uh, the couple had, uh, somebody gave them a, it was like a scooter mm-hmm. with a cooler on it. Yeah. So Ooh, I like you that. sat on the cooler. Yes, I've seen and those. And it had a little uh, little uh, scooter thing. I yep. bet you that would be a, a qualified yes. vehicle to yeah. run in this race. Yeah. My my dad had a 1979 Toyota Corona. 
That was the slowest vehicle yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Went from a zero to 60 in four and a half weeks. <laughs> but it got there, didn't it? Yeah. Slow, but it got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're on to something. Just saying. I mean, you know, sometimes the best ideas are just like off the top of your head. So I'm, I'm, are you, I'm all are, in. Are you referring to us coming up with good ideas? Because I don't think we've had one in 15 yeah. years. We haven't had one uh, ever. Well, here, here it is. <laughs> Waiting for us to take advantage of instead of the Undy 500. I'm trying to think of what uh, what would be a particularly slow vehicle. I think the Rascal. Or, or, no, I take that back. Not the Rascal. What's the Rascal? The Rascal is like that cart. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like the elderly it's, people ride around them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mostly. I would think that a stop and shop uh, motorized cart yes. would probably be the slowest thing you could yes. drive. Well, essentially, that is a rascal it is, with a basket it, on it. But it is designed to go slow so that you're not trampling over people uh-huh. in the stop and shop. I bet there's tons of stuff. I mean, I guess we could open up the phones and ask if people have other ideas for vehicles, or we could just plan the event and have them show up. I don't really think these people have any opinion on whether or not uh, what vehicles we should be using. Well, Steve, if the prize is big enough, and yes, I bet we could get sponsors involved in this. I'm just saying. We could. I don't know. Have we got any crap show tickets that we can give away? Yeah, or uh, a, a, a T-shirt or a bumper sticker? Well, I'm not saying this has to happen right away. No. I think we agree some planning involved in this. One now. free oil change at an area Jiffy Lube. This mm-hmm. is going to be the big fall promotion. Fall? Yeah. This has to happen. No, come on, no, man. We're, we're already into spring. We yeah, need to wait till fall. Summertime, yeah. late summer. Summer. Late okay, late summer. Summer. Yeah. summer. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're not going to do this tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we got it. I mean, I mean that's, that's there's no time to put it together. Okay. There, well, wait, there's a big space over at the Eastfield Mall we could use. I'm there's, sure there is. Yeah, there's, there's always a big space over at the Eastfield Mall. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. I, I, I'm with you, Dave. Let's do it. Motorized right. pogo stick? I don't know. Pogo stick. Po- Do they make motorized pogo Unicycle? Sticks? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I saying. Know. I don't know. Well, we'll get you on the case. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get you on that. Who, can... I'm going to go talk to one of the salespeople, Tim. Yeah, you get which, the... which salesperson is the quintessential salesperson for this? Which, which salesperson is the dumbest to accept that <laughs> yeah, which, which one's got the most amount of free time in their hands? I'm going with that Scott guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's 8.56 of Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream.